August second, two thousand eighteen. It's been a couple weeks since I've uh, since I've recorded. About three, actually. Had a uh, couple family issues. Still working on my recording space. But in that three weeks, I have finally finished Witcher three. Finally, let's talk about it. Debo Price Stuck Button Podcast. So after uh, I didn't know that I could go inside Witcher and find out how long I've actually been playing. I, um, a friend of mine told me he didn't see it there before. So it's, it's probably one of the updates, but 162 hours and some change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Time well spent. I'm, I'm when I got into the last DLC, I, I, I beat all three, uh, both DLCs, the, uh, the um, Heart of Stone and the Blood and Wine. And yeah, about halfway through um, Blood and Wine, I was like, you know what? This game might be the best RPG I've ever played. And so I thought about it a little bit after. And I and I have to I have to honestly say that experience dwarfs every RPG experience I've ever had. Um just for the sake of argument, my, my top fives, uh, I wasn't prepared to, to say these, but my top five would probably be like, uh, no particular order. Uh, maybe Chrono Trigger. Let me see. Chrono, uh, let me, Chrono Trigger, Knights of the Old Republic, um, Mass Effect 2. Uh, that's three, right? Um, Dragon Age Origins, maybe. And, uh, I, I'd, I'd probably put, I'd probably put, uh, I'd probably put Dragon's Dogma up there. Um, a lot of, you know, uh, uh, if you notice a lot of, you know, this and last generations, actually that's a lot of last generation, uh, RPGs. I, you know, I wasn't a super huge RPG fan in the nineties or even early 2000. Um, it's something relative, not relatively. I mean, I played a couple of classes. I played Final Fantasy VII. That's definitely in my top 10. Uh, I played a, a couple of Shining, shi- uh, what, what, what were those Genesis ones? Shining, oh, I can't remember the names of them. Somebody, somebody will remind me. Um, I, I played a couple on Genesis. I, 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 I started one Dragon Quest, but I won't put that in there because I never finished it. Uh, I never beat Earthbound, so I'm not gonna put that in the in my list. Uh, oh, Mar- Mario RPG has to be in in my top five, actually. Okay, so let me let me do that again. Let's okay. I'm gonna say Chrono Trigger, Mario RPG, Mass Effect Two, Knights of the Old Republic, and Dragon Age One. That's my top five. One of those has to come out of the five <laughs> to put to put uh, Witcher three there. I mean, it just it like I said, uh, storytelling wise. Okay, one of my favorite RPGs because of storytelling was Knights of the Old Republic. Just because they had all the intricacies, like you know, um, there was those missions where you had to like solve a murder and like uh, you know, and and you got to you you had to like get it right or fail the mission or whatever. I just. Uh, 
also storytelling, cinematic and storytelling wise, that you've got Dragon Age one, man, just Witcher crushed those. That just I I, I don't want to get too spoilery because um. I talked about this in my gamer group and I found out quite a few of those guys had never finished Witcher because they felt like it was too big. I can totally understand that because when, when I started when I started Witcher 3, which was it was around winter uh, 2017, I played for maybe an hour. And, I, you know, a lot of games were coming out at the time. Like last November was pretty big. Uh, so I stopped. I, uh, when I first got it, which was, I, I'm sorry, I got it in 2016. So I played for an hour and there was a lot of games, you know, my PlayStation was relatively new for a few months, you know, so I, I didn't touch it right away. Uh, played for an hour, quit. So around winter last year, you know, I was just like, you know what, I need to, I need to sit down and try to, cause my RPG backlog is incredible at this point. Like I've got that and, and, um, original sin and fallout four. And like, I, I need to start beating some of these. So I decided, you know, during the winter time, I'm going to go ahead and try to knock this out. And I've been playing since then. That where that it's now August first. I just beat it Friday, which would have been what the 28th or something like that. Oh, just so well written, such a such a fleshed out world. The writing is what I think is the biggest experience for me. Um. I'm going to be a little vague in some of these plot lines so I so people who have played it will know what I'm saying without me trying to get real spoilery for people who haven't. But like the whole that whole Baron mission and that was pretty early in the game. Like my mind was blown during that. I don't want to get into how cuz I don't want to spoil it for somebody. But that Baron that Baron mission was in, like that I had to readjust myself in my seat because I did not know it was going to be that good. Um, so of course that kept me going by the time I got into the third act. Well, what I thought was, a th no, it was the beginning of the third act, which is when you go back to, um, I'm not going to try to butcher these names. When you go back to the Witcher castle, um, I knew I was about at the end of the game. So I started just doing side quests after that. And there were dope stories in just little side quests. Like, the whole um wait that i think that was a, a that was a blood and wine mission the the one where you had to uh the the spoon monster and um the uh the whole uh werewolf i can't i don't <laughs> i don't want to spoil it there was some interesting uh love triangles i'll say that um just just man the writing superb like i'm i'm pretty sure i'm about to go on ebay and see if i can um order some of the books like i'm i'm gonna start reading witcher after this this ah, the story is just so rich the uh the the i i think i enjoyed the heart the 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 heart and stone I mean, I'm sorry, the Stone Heart DLC a little more than the Blood and Wine, uh, just because that when you find out what you're dealing with in the in the uh, in the Heart of Stone DLC, my mind was completely blown. Like I was just like, wait, this is the are you are you serious? Like th 
this is who's in this character in this game and then and, and the crazy part is they took a character they took a character that was like at the beginning of the entire game and pulled him right back in for the for the for the the heart of stone dlc and fleshed him out like he was just somebody sitting at a table at the beginning of the game of the beginning of the vanilla game like that's incredible like this is the kind of stuff that you watch episodic tv and you applaud the writers for roping you know it's like why you like breaking bad you like yo like they roped this sentence from the first season and you're we got a whole episode about it like you know what i'm saying like i i witcher 3 is probably the greatest rpg of all time and 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 this further cements why I will probably pre-order Cyberpunk two thousand seventy-seven. Like they filled all the the. I'm gonna keep it funky. I'm I was a little let down by Mass Effect and Andromeda. I haven't finished it. I'm going to though because I I feel like there's some politics going on with why that game is doing so bad. Because I'll take this little side side note right here. When I booted up Mass Effect Andromeda, I played probably three or four hours before I kind of stopped because, you know, it's it, it, it got a little too video gamey, you know, Ice World, you know, uh, Rainforest Planet, you know, uh, Hot Planet. It, you know, it got too, it felt like I was playing an RPG like Mario, like platformer, um, but I'm going to finish it. Um, yeah, the animations suck. Yes, that's glitchy and yes it's repetitive but i'm like i bought fallout i bought fallout 4 because everybody loved that game when i boot that game up it's the exact same problem so i don't understand why fallout 4 is regarded such a great game but that's exactly the but it looks i have the same issues with it that i do with mass effect andromeda so i'm like i don't i don't understand what everybody's bitching about like the face animations are trash on Fallout 4. The missions are rep- repetitive. You know, like I don't I don't understand the point. But whatever. I, I'm going to play Fallout 4 at some point. Um But yeah. Uh I'm if you have not played again in my in my in my gamer group, there were guys who were like, "Oh, you know, it was too big. I just didn't want to finish it." You are missing out on great storytelling like like that game is the reason why i play video i want to play video games like this is that's why this is my favorite media medium that you know when you play stuff like that fucking bioshock infinite uh uh chrono trigger um uh spec ops um the line stuff that has storylines that rich i remember when i beat uh, bioshock infinite i had to, I, I went down into my kitchen and 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 used the dry erase board to try to get an understanding of what the timeline was <laughs> like that's that's why i love playing video games you know besides the competitive aspect of fighting games but man incredible game if you haven't played if you haven't finished witcher 3 finish if you don't have the dlcs buy them finish those man that's a great game i'm probably going to turn it i'm, I'm probably going to give it a break and start another rpg um 
been playing a little bit of No Man's No Man's Sky since the update, but I'm going to go back and at least clear the quest on my board because I still got some Witcher contracts. I still have a few side quests from Blood uh, Blood Wine. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Blood and Wine. I might have a couple of missions from uh, Hearts of Stone left, but I'm going. I'm going to at least turn it back on and finish my quests. Um, I might do some roaming around and just open up because, like you know. After I beat the game, now remember I said I, I I spent 162 hours on it. Like there's still like hundreds of question marks on the map that like, and these are just side missions that you bump into or like you know treasure treasure spots or um, monster nests and all that shit. Like that game is fucking huge. Oh man, with ah Witcher three. CD Red. When when you couple that with when I when I bought the game, it had like a fucking, it had a love letter inside. <laughs> it had a love letter from CD Projekt Red inside. Like, thanks for buying our game. We love you. Like fucking, <laughs> like it was ew, it was so dope. It had a map in there. It had some stickers. Man, oh, man, what a marvel! On top of how much that that how how much they worked on that game, coupled with all that. Uh, uh, man, what an ex- what, what? Now, now that that's not to say that I didn't come away angry about some of that game. That there is some cons. That fighting system is horrible. Like that shit, the the control system is straight garbage. Um, but I didn't. I felt like the writing was so strong, it didn't bother me. I complained about the fight, the the controls because the way you fight large groups of people. If I'm able to play Arkham Knight and it controls the way it does, I, d- I don't see how Witcher couldn't have tried to tighten it up a little bit, you know? Even though the the being able to throw the spells, you know, to use the magic and it kind of like, um, you know, you throw it out in walls like when you use your your uh, your fire spell. I'm, excuse me, I'm my, you know, my memory with n- names of things is pretty bad. But um, like, you know, you can just throw the wall of fire, which will kind of knock, you know, you got a nice little area that you're going to knock back of characters of, uh, of enemies. So it helps. I mean, I dealt with it. But again, the writing was so strong. I just didn't I didn't give a shit. I just I, <laughs> all I want to do was see what the next storyline was like. What was the next side quest like? Oh, just I, I've got to send thank you cards to those writers. But anyway, uh, let me. <laughs> Let me grab my list. Um, so I mentioned I had I've been playing um, No Man's Sky. I guess I can touch on uh, and touch on the update for a little bit. Um, I, and I've only played. I'm, that's probably going to be something that I'm playing on the side. Uh, besides trying to, because what what I usually do in my gaming is I usually play one RPG and then you know some other stuff that I can kind of take a break from the RPG from, if that makes any sense. Like, so like I've been playing Witcher and like, I, you know, I take a day off and play a little WWE 2k or, you know, play a little, uh, live or, um, what action game did I just buy that I've been touching on a little bit? Oh, I've you know, Tekken. I've been trying to get, uh, trying to play Tekken, trying to get my skills back up to street fighter five. So like, you know, I, like I said, I'll play an RPG and kind of dabble with some other games. So I need to pick another RPG 
Um, which I guess, I mean, no, no man's sky might be that maybe not. It depends on if I get bored with it too fast, but from what I'm seeing after the update, um, granted, I did not, I was not one of the people who bought the game when it first came out. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. Um, haven't got to deal with the, uh, haven't got to touch on the multiplayer yet. Um, because I play during the morning, I, you know, I work graveyard shift. So a lot of my, uh, a lot of my hardcore gamer friends are, they all play at night and I play in the morning. So, um, none of the people who are on my friends list who have it are playing in the daytime. So I haven't got to touch that. Um, I'm, I'm only, I want to say I played for two hours. Um, I've, I'm off my first planet. I've been to the, to the, uh, to the space carrier to, uh, change my character. Um, Man, I will say that game is, it is over, it's like mind-blowingly overwhelming. Like the the sense of, of like <laughs> the, the fact that I feel in that game like I'm literally a tick is crazy. Like the first time you, t- you don't really feel, I didn't really feel it until I, until I, you know, fixed my first ship and then went into, you know, went in space and you start passing the ozone. And once you pass that ozone and see the stars and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> and like you point your ship and you see a planet in the distance and it says it'll take you a week to get there. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Man, that, that game is huge. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it though. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on it. But I'll probably, because I, I picked up a, a bunch of stuff during the E3 sale. Let's see, I bought, I bought a Moonlighter, which that's an RPG. I might, I might, I might end up playing that. I picked a Moonlighter, Neo, Hyper Light Drifter. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary was on sale. I finally grabbed that. I've been waiting for that to get on, go on sale. Um, Resident Seven. Oh, I found I picked up the Surge. Um, it was really cheap. It was like nine ten dollars or something like that. Um, I really like Dark Souls influenced games. Uh, I think I picked up Omen Sight also. That was on sale. Now that I'm thinking about that list, that's like a bunch of Dark Souls games. I I must really hate myself because. <laughs> I'm never going to finish any of those. Um, I, uh, I love the Dark Souls, you know, genre or whatever you want to call it. Dark Souls-esque games. But I never get too far. One thing you guys will, will know from listening to me, I you know, I play a lot of games and I suck at a lot of a lot of games. But that doesn't let me stop from playing. Like, I, I fucking love Dark Souls. I haven't beat one of them. I, I love Bloodborne. I... I think I'm like three or four hours in. Like I'm, I'm, like I'm trash at them, but I love them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I played Neo for a little bit. Man, I got trash. <laughs> that's probably what I'll go back to. Actually, is uh, is playing Neo because I. That's one game that uh, when I played the beta, I was not interested. The only reason why I grabbed it was because it was on sale. And uh, man, it's. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's uh that beta didn't do it justice. It look it's beautiful. Uh that that control system's pretty dope. The um the stance thing and the way the stamina's done. That, yeah, that's a pretty good game. I can't wait to sink my teeth into that one. Uh let me get to my list here. Let's let me see. We got um 
Um, I just found out um, Hello Neighbor just came out on the 24th of July. Like, I had no idea that was coming out. Uh, I thought that was an Xbox exclusive. Um, I'm probably going to grab that at some point. I'm just going to wait for it to go on sale. Uh, I believe it's like 25 or something like that. I might wait till it, if it dips down to like 10, 15, I might grab it. Um, I, I've read a lot of mixed reviews about that game. Um, a lot of people say that the, okay. So if you're not familiar, hello, hello neighbor is a game that is a 3d. It's kind of action adventure. I, I want to say it's a little platformy. Now, Grant, I, I've only read description and saw some playthroughs. So, um, I haven't actually played that game. Um, so the object of the game is that you're a little kid and something's going on in the, in like the basement or something in the, in your neighbor's house. Um, and so the object is for you to break into his house and get to that room or basement or whatever without getting caught so there's some stealth involved um there's some puzzle solving involved but i i particularly like it because there's some horror elements there like you get to like um you get to like peek through peephole you know through keyholes and see if he's in the room like it, it just i saw some footage of like it looked like the the kid was walking through the dark and you know you could kind of see him like his shadow come into the room, like it looks ill to me. But the complaints I've heard was that some of the par the the puzzle solving is is garbage. Like it's just like doesn't make any logical sense. Like um, I, I believe I could be getting this wrong, but I, I I believe I read a guy was frustrated because there was a room he was trying to get past that had water at the bottom of the room, and you had to steal a snow globe from another room and break it in the water to freeze the water. And like, how are you supposed to know like that, that would even happen, you know, like you had no idea that was part of the rules of the game. Like that was just some weird cartoon shit. Um, but like I said, for the, for the horror elements of that, like I'm with it. Another mechanic of the game is so like, um, let's say I roll up on the house and I, I, I wait till he goes to the back. I break through the front front window and run up the stairs and hide and then wait for him to come upstairs and then run down. Okay. Let's just say I, I had a playthrough when I, when I get caught, I start over and now the neighbor has booby trapped the way that I just got in. So he's, he's planned for me to take that same entrance again. So I have to find another way that like that shit i'm on it <laughs> like that shit sounds cool i'm on it i can't I, yeah i'm gonna, i'm definitely gonna grab that when it's on sale oh what else do we have here um overcooked 2 is about to come out me and my family have a lot of a lot of fun with that game it's four player think of it it's kind of like diner dash kind of like cooking mama um you know you um Basically, guys, you run you run a restaurant and like you have to like put you know take out food, slice it, prepare recipes, and then serve the food. Um, but it gets crazy, when, you know, when it's four player because like uh, you know the board after a couple boards, like stuff starts moving and there's pedestrians and there's mice and the recipes are harder. It's 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 easier for you to just go watch a video of it than for me to explain it. But if if you get the diner dash slash, I mean, because you're not serving tables, you serve at one window. 
but it has the cooking mama element where it's like timed and there's recipes um really fun like i said me and my me and my two teens and my wife have a great time with it uh part two is coming out they've added like a throwing mechanic so now you can like throw food across the room we're pretty excited about it like i'm uh i haven't pre-ordered yet but i will because you get like five or six extra chefs um definitely picking it up um let's see what else we got here um evo is this week evo starts tomorrow actually uh today's the second evo starts tomorrow on the third uh good luck to my homie cartoon who's going to go participate in evo um so looking forward to some news from from evo um they've already let's see what fighting game news um they'll probably show off i don't it was i don't i didn't look to see if dragon ball fighters was part of evo this year i imagine it is um they put out some footage of base vegeta and base goku um this was last week i believe they put that footage out I'm not, I'm kind of, I'm a little irritated with that, with that reveal. Cause I'm like, we already have two other Vegetas and three other Gokus, man. It's like, come on. But, um, that does make the, um, the DLC leak from Reddit. I, I didn't, I didn't write down who, who the guy was, but there was a leak like right after the game came out that said who the eight, the, at least the first eight DLC, they told us there would be no less than eight characters. So, the he, the guy I guess did a data a data mine and found the the names of the first eight characters, or the eight total. We have no idea, but he uh this makes it this will be um base Goku and base Vegeta will be the, the six. So that so we might as well just the next two he'll have right too. So um the I think the next two he predicted I believe it was Android seventeen and cooler. So I'm looking forward to playing with Android seventeen, but um. Man, base Vegeta and base Goku. That's that's a that's a pretty big letdown, if you ask me. Um, it it is cool that base Goku will have Earth Spirit Bomb, but besides that, I'm just kind of like, I kind of wish they'd have made like a Goku that you could transform and his move set change. I like I would I would I could have dealt with that. Like, just give me a ba- a, ba- a Goku that's base, and then I mean, it probably who knows how much programming that it took. I could be pipe dreaming this, but I'm just saying, like, give us one Goku that levels to like Super Saiyan and Blue, and then you know, and just changes supers for every version. Like, if there's two versions, I'm cool, but like, this is like having. Like, don't give me... I'd be mad at Capcom if they put Akuma, Shin Akuma, and Oni on one game. Like, come on, man. Like, I'll take two, but three is just just too much. Um, let's see, fighting games. Oh, they... Uh, just today, no, or yesterday, today, today, um, they released some footage for D- DOA 6 that's supposed to be revealed at EVO. Um, one new character, one old character, um, a new character who is, um, Latino named Diego. Um, and they brought back rig of the Taekwondo character from, uh, five. Um, I, he was new for five. I, I liked him a lot. He, you know, he, I, I guess we can say he's Taekwondo cause he fight, he fights a little dirtier cause you know, um, if if you if you're a fighting game fan, you know uh, there's Huang from Tekken. Uh, I want to say Baek. 
Baek might be Taekwondo too. And then you got like Kim from King of Fighter Four, uh, King of Fighters. Um, those guys straight discipline uh, uh, Taekwondo. Riggs style is a little looser, but it's all kicking. So we'll we'll say it's Taekwondo. But uh, the Diego kid, um, um, IGN released the trailer for these two. You might want to go over and check it out. But Diego Kid looks pretty cool. Um, he's Latino. He reminds me a lot of Miguel from um, from Tekken. From Tekken, so I think they're calling his fighting style Street Brawl or some shit like that. <laughs> they should just call it Bar Fight. But <laughs> yeah, but um, he he reminds me of Diego a little bit, you know. And um, I hate that every time that I I talk about Dead or Alive, I have to bring up Tekken. But you know, though though. Let's keep it funky. Like Dead or Alive, Tekken, Virtual will always kind of be streamlined. Not streamlined, but like you can't because you not even. And it's kind of disrespectful to put Virtual next to Tekken. But like, okay, imagine a bridge and like you've got Tekken on one side and Virtual Fighter on the other, and then DOA Dead or Alive is like right in the middle of that bridge. So like they're they're connected. But like Tekken's not as deep as because because Tekken's pretty overboard when you look at it next to Virtua, but like you can c- compare Dead or Alive to both of those. So if you get where I'm trying to come from, let's see what else we got here. Um, this month is Metroidvania month apparently. <laughs> this month there's a if if you're not if you're not familiar with the term Metroidvania, um, it is a it's a game that's like Super Metroid or Castlevania, uh, Castlevania Symphony of Night, uh, a game where like there's a um, the progression of the game usually makes you have to backtrack. Like you you know you'll come to a door you can't open it. Later you'll find a power or a key or something that you can come back to unlock that door, which leads you somewhere else. So it's like you know. Um, so this month, um, there's four of them coming out. We're about six. Um, there's a couple for switch. Um, salt and sanctuary is coming out for switch and yeah, salt and sanctuary is coming out for switch. Chasm came out on 31st of July, which is really not in this month. It's the last day of the month. So fuck it. Um, Chasm, I've heard good things about that. Um, I haven't seen footage of it until today. Apparently, uh, people, a few people have been playing it for a little bit because they backed it. But it, it looks pretty good. That one's procedural generated. So I, I believe they called those roguelike. I'm so tired of hearing that term. But um, that one's procedure gener- procedural generated. And then Dead Cells comes out uh, August 7th, which is next Tuesday or Tuesday. Um, that one's also procedurally generated, but that one has like a, a, uh, it's the term permadeath. That's not right. And that game you die and keep. So apparently on dead sales, what you do is you'll go through a le- The learning curve gets easier as you play. Um, you'll play through as you're killing enemies, you earn their powers maybe. And then when, if you when and if you die, you start back over, but you have the powers and experience that you've gained so far and start from the beginning with that. So uh, also procedural generated that that's the one I'm leaning on getting because I like that Kirby aspect of it. 
There's one called Death Gamb- Death's Gambit that comes out on the 14th, which is the next the next uh, t- Tuesday after that. Um, that one pr- is probably more like Castlevania because it's just a set board uh, and it looks cool. Man, the, the 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 pixel art on that looks really good. I might I'm I'm definitely gonna pick between Dead Cells and Death's Gambit. One of those two I'll probably pick up this month. Um, they're all under like 25 bucks. I, th- I want to say Chasm's 20, Death Cell, and Death Gamut's 25. Um, and Guacamelee 2, which I had no idea was a Metroidvania. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to have to grab Guacamelee. Hopefully they put it on sale this month since part two is coming out. But that comes out on the 21st, which is uh, the Tuesday after that. Um yeah, I had no idea that was a, a Metroidvania at all. I also saw him in a trailer for a... Apparently, PlayStation's putting out... Sony, I'm sorry. Sony's putting out a game that's a lot like Smash Brothers called Brawl Out. Uh, and it'll have him, the, the main character from... I guess his name is Wine. I don't know. Uh, the main character from Guacamelee. And I saw the main character from uh, Hyperlife Drifters in it. Um, I'm not interested. I hate Smash Brothers, <laughs> but um, I don't know. My my son thinks he likes Smash Brothers. I might I might grab it if it's cheap. But um, so there's that. Um, what else do I have here? Teen Titans preview. Oh man, I'm not. I don't know why I put that in here. I'm not. I'm, look, the Teen Titans trailer came out and it got, I, I couldn't turn anywhere without people saying they hated it. I'm going to stay positive. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I do know I saw Jeff John's name associated with it, with its writing. He's producing or something or show running or something. And I'm just going to hope that it's good. <laughs> I know I saw um, the girl who's playing Starfire get some hate because she's black and not orange skinned uh, like i said i'm gonna try to stay positive people were uh didn't like that um robin said fuck batman I, come on man <laughs> it's they, it's gonna be okay um i'm interested I'm, I'm i'm very interested to see how they treat beast boy on a show like this uh especially with what what doesn't look like they have a high budget for cg um and I didn't see Cyborg at all. I will say what they did show about show from Raven looked incredible. It looks like they 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 kind of bit the way Enchantress looked in the Suicide Squad movie. Like there there's some of that, like you know the smoke and and whatnot, and the you know the the poltergeisty eyes. So I'm, I'm look, I'm gonna watch it. I'll see what happens. <laughs> that's really oh uh no they've got uh oh okay i've got i've got a small note about uh james uh fullian's uncharted uh fan movie go to youtube and check that out it's pretty good um though i think he might be a little too old i hate to say that to to play uh drake i don't know i mean i'm not a huge fan of uncharted i like i got uncharted's great um the Uncharted remaster uh, with my PlayStation. I'm I beat one, and I'm I don't know where I am in two, but I'm on two right now. 
and it's okay. Like I like I see I see where Tomb Raider. I see why after after that came out, Tomb Raider decided to reboot to more of an action adventure kind of thing. So I don't know. Um, let's see what else we got here. While while I'm talking about uh, TV, I want I wanted to sh- I want to share something. In 2018, I've been I, I keep reading about all these reboots. You know, Roseanne got rebooted. Uh, you know. Um, I can't think anymore off the top of my head. Um, um, Full House is back. Uh, That's So Raven's back. Um, I heard, I thought I read a rumor that Alf might be coming back. I don't know if that's true or if just somebody was putting what they hoped. But I want to say, I would really love if Greatest American Heroes was, was, was redone. I just feel like this is the perfect time for it. Everybody, superhero movies is the wave now. You know, superhero, you know, super superhero TV is the wave. I just think that would be a great show, especially with it, you know, leaning a little toward more comedy. I just think it'd be a good time. I have no idea who they'd cast for him, <laughs> but I just think. Or even if it was just not even a re, you know a reboot, or maybe so. Maybe you put the the I don't know if the the original actor is dead or not, or if he's still around anywhere. But if he was to be in it as like the mentor to whoever got the suit now, that would oh it'd be great. I I would love if Greatest American Hero had a reboot. Let's do it. Uh, just hire me as a writer, whoever's listening to this and decides to do it. Anyway, um. Let's see. Not a lot of hip, a lot of hip hop came out, but I haven't listened to to any of it. Um, the internet came out. I listened to about the first four songs, and I love them. I love three of the four. So, uh, Chance dropped a bunch of songs. Uh, I liked a great deal of those. I can't remember what they're called, but just go look on your Spotify. They're there. Uh, Childish Gambino dropped a summer pack. I like one of the two songs. Wiz dropped. I didn't listen to that. Uh, Denz, I've heard good things about Denzel Curry's record, and I have not listened to it yet. Like I'm, I'm look, I'm gonna keep it honest. The these past few weeks, I'm still, I'm still listening to that last Freddie Gibbs record. I'm still listening to See Hustle. What else am I still listening to? Oh, I'm, and I'm still listening to uh, Kid See Ghost. Uh, man, that kid, that kid See Ghost. If you haven't, I don't know if, if you're even if you're not into Kid C- Cuddy that much, give that give that a listen. Man, that's a great. Oh man, that when, when you when you listen to what that album is like a. I just like how it dives into like depression and stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's a good record. I, I really like it. But like I said, I'm going to get into Denzel Curry. Uh, there's some up, there's some new stuff coming out this week. I think uh, I don't know if there's anything I'm really going to check out. Mac Miller comes out. Travis Scott, Nicki Minaj is next week. I think I have to listen to Nicki Minaj because it's Nicki. Um, but that's about all I got for you. Thanks for having me over, Stug Button Podcast. <laughs>